Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday, July the 27th. Our reading this morning comes by way of the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 19, verses 23 through 30. Matthew 19, 23 through 30. And this particular passage deals with an episode between Jesus and the disciples. More specifically, it deals with Jesus and, as we might suspect, Peter. Uh, Jesus uh, says to his disciples, he says, I assure you, only with difficulty will a rich man enter into the kingdom of God. I repeat, it is easier for a camel to pass through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And when the disciples hear this, they become very uh, overwhelmed, completely overwhelmed. They're despondent and despairing because the belief at the time was, of course, that the rich and powerful, those are the ones blessed by God, and they will easily enter the kingdom of God because they have influence, and obviously they must have lived a good life because God rewarded them with all kind of good things here on earth. And Jesus is challenging that view. He's saying that it's difficult for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God, and he compares it to the eye of a, uh, uh, the eye of a needle. Uh, now, when we think of that, we think of a needle and a thread. A needle was often referred to as the place where people entered the city, in this case, Jerusalem. Uh, it was easy for them to go through the various uh, entry ports if you uh, were traveling light. You didn't have much to, uh, to declare because the needle or the entry point was also a toll how much you were carrying, how much you were going to sell, uh, and things like that. If you had a lot, it must mean that you're very affluent. You have a lot, and you're going to leave with a lot, a lot of money, or maybe other possessions. But in passing through that entrance, if your camel or your beast of burden or you will load down with all kinds of stuff, all kinds of things, it was very difficult and time-consuming. The lines backed up, but the person at the toll didn't care because they were going to get a slice of whatever toll or tax they, char they charged you. Uh, so Jesus is saying, if you want to enter, enter that, that gateway into the kingdom of God, it's best to travel light not to be burdened and weighed down by all kind of stuff, your achievements, your rewards, your bank book, your 401k plan, all of those kinds of things that become part of what we might call the extended self. Many people become what they have, and so they define themselves by what they have. If they have a lot, they are a lot. If they have little, they count for little. That's not the way God figures it. God looks at the heart. And it's the simple, humble, 
uncluttered heart that the Lord desires, because then the Lord can do everything for us. In many ways, the goal is to die poor. That is, not to be filled up with all kinds of stuff, because when we go before Almighty God at the end and render an account of our stewardship, and we show God all of our stuff, all of our achievements, our testimonials, our trophies, all of the things that we've accumulated, the Lord says, hmm, I'm not sure what I can do for you. You already have so much, and you brought it all with you. It's like going to the airport and being overburdened by suitcases and bags and packages and all that kind of stuff. We know how difficult that is and how anxiety-producing it is. You might land in Los Angeles, but all your stuff might end up in Rome. Um, so Jesus is advising them to travel light, travel light, so that the Lord can be your riches. Then the Lord can give you everything and more than you ever expected. Well, Peter, of course, this is very shocking, and so Peter, as usual, has to try to not only ask a question to get an answer, he also wants to make a point. And Peter says to Jesus, here we have put everything aside to follow you. See, Peter has been keeping count. He's got the books. What can we expect from it? In other words, what's in it for me? What am I going to get out of all this? Uh, it's a rather direct question. And uh, it, may, uh, it may strike us as uh, rather ungrateful. And uh, we would think that Jesus might rebuke him and say, look, uh, all you are were a fisherman. And because of me, you're going to be something truly great. But Jesus says uh, to him, he says, I give you my solemn word. In the new age, when the Son of Man takes his seat upon a throne befitting his glory, you who have followed me shall likewise take your places on 12 thrones to judge the 12 tribes of Israel. In other words, they will share in the glory of the Son, the glory of Jesus. And to drive home the point, Jesus says, moreover, everyone who has given up home and brothers or sisters, father, mother, wife or children or property for my sake will receive many times as much and inherit everlasting life. So if you want to know what's in it for you, Peter, you're going to get infinitely more than you could ever imagine and could ever hope to get from all that you've given up because God is never outdone in generosity. When we sacrifice for the glory of God and for the good of others, some people look upon that as less. Well, now I have less. No, in God's bookkeeping, you will have infinitely more because God's accounting is not our accounting. God's books are not the way we keep the books. For in God's kingdom, in God's way, it is in giving 
that we truly receive. And so, um, what's in it for us to follow the Lord? What's in it for us to be generous as God has been infinitely generous to us? We can be like Peter wondering, well, what's in it for me? What am I getting out of all this? Goodness, I gave up, gave up just about everything I ever had. And I'm not sure. Uh, and now he comes uh, and he starts talking about this, how difficult it is uh, if you have stuff to enter uh, the kingdom. And he compares it to the needle uh, and the camel. And what is, what is he getting at? It is when we come in poor, poverty of spirit, poverty of condition, that Almighty God can do everything for us. God can give us everything. It's hard to give the person something who has everything. We often say, gee, I don't know what to get her. I can't imagine what he needs. And we scratch our head and we scurry around and we wonder, and we may end up giving a gift card. That's the person who has everything. And so if we come before God with all of our everything, then God says, well, gee, I'm not sure what I can give you. You have it all. You've had what you wanted. You've accumulated it. There it is. You've, you've defined yourself by all that. And yet the person who comes in with an empty bag and just the clothes on their back, the Lord says, hmm, I can fill your bag and I can dress you in splendor beyond your imagination. God is inviting us to travel light through each and every day. And in giving, we will receive what's in it for us everything and more. Let us travel light through this day to the glory of God. And the Lord will give us everything. Greatest of all, God will give us himself forever into eternity. God bless you.